This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Well, Cheryl, we've Tig. we've done it again, as we say every week. <laughs> We've covered a lot of stuff. Oh. We have, though. We did. Yeah. We covered a lot of stuff. We always do. I, no, sometimes we actually don't. Um, but this time we are, we, we're covering murder, uh-huh. makeovers. Yeah. But should we say that gives away? Okay, forget I said that. Yeah. Now, now I'm spilling the beans. Yeah. Um, so we just had to edit out a moment where Cheryl spilled the beans about the whole movie. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. And and you yell yeah, at me. I, me. I don't know what's wrong with you. I'm really caffeinated. Okay. And charged up about this documentary because I find it pretty fascinating. Shall we just get right to it? Yes, please. Ladies and jerks, welcome to Murder on Middle Beach, part one. It all started when Tig and Cheryl met in the mid-2000s. Hey, nice to meet you, Tig. I'm Cheryl Hines. Hi, Cheryl. I'm Tig Notaro. Should we do a podcast about documentaries? Yes. A podcast about documentaries? Is this microphone on? Five furious frogs fiddling faintly. Furious frogs fiddling faintly. Five furious frogs fiddling I am the first ever podcast. And Tig and Cheryl are following in the sound of my footsteps. Let's get started. I'm so ready. Tig and Cheryl. True story. Hello, Tig. Hello, Cheryl Hines. Tig no taro. See, I've got it now. Cheryl Hines. Hines. Is the proper way to pronounce it. (laughs) Stephanie called herself um, the other day, Stephanie Alien. Because the spelling of her last name, A-L-L-Y-N-N-E. She must get, does she ever get that? Or no, she wants to get it. I thought it was really good. I like I it. Like, that, uh, I'm into I it. Like Stephanie it. Alien. Stephanie Alien, that's not weird. Speaking of names, oh my gosh. Okay, we, we have a lot to talk about today. Right, but <laughs> speaking of names, what? Well, I'm going to table it until we get there. Oh, Okay. Weren't we supposed to, in this like our check-in? Yeah, this is just the check-in. That's why I'm You've saying. You've checked into rehab. <laughs> I mean, I was saying rehab sounds so relaxing and nice. I mean, I'm probably. I'm sure people that have been to rehab, to rehab are, like are like you are a, 
an a foolish person. Idiot. Yeah, yeah, you're a fool. A fool. A damn a, fool. A, f- a damn fool. No, I'm sure it's a lot of work and it's um, painful because it's about growth. But right. um, but that's not where you are. No, I don't want to grow and uh, I don't want to be in pain. But I. But I'm do... also saying you're not in rehab. Oh, and I'm also not. I'm just in a hotel that I yeah. checked into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it sounds like I checked into something much more interesting than just a hotel. You're on vacation. I'm on staycation. <laughs> I just need Is it just a getaway time? Yes. Is it really? Yes. Wait, yes. are you being serious? I'm totally I'm being serious. Well, yeah. You just went and took some girl time by yourself? Yes. Why? Well, I don't know about you, but I'm finding this whole situation, the whole pandemic, all of it is... Um, I'm exhausted by it, and I'm uh, mm-hmm. I'm fatigued. You know, they they're saying like people have fatigue from it. Yes, and I feel like I've been at a hot, at such a high stress level for two right. years that I just yeah. needed to um, like look at something different and feel different, and have some alone time. Yeah, have some alone uh-huh. time. Watch this documentary by myself, and that was fun and exciting. And then I woke up and saw a little weird bird outside (laughs) but i thought you were in the middle of production i'm about to go into production so that's the other thing too i am i'm locking down by myself so i have to be you know alone i don't have to be but i'm choosing to be to be the most careful i can be work is very very important to me right um and i i want to make sure everybody's as healthy Mm -hmm. and safe as possible so that's what i do well, that's good. We're we're um, some people think we're overly careful mm. at times because you know we have kids that aren't old enough to be vaccinated, mm-hmm. and um, my father-in-law lives with us, and so when I travel, I come and stay at the office until I get tested and stuff before I go back home. It's a different time right now, yeah. and everybody has their own. Um, Everybody has their own needs and, and whatever works for them, that's what they need to do. And it's it's a complicated time, I think. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're taking time to yourself. Were we talking about that recently, how Stephanie and I were saying that? Where, no. Oh, okay, because we just had this conversation. Like, it's so great to prioritize a family vacation every year. And then yeah. it's so good to prioritize a couple vacation. Yes. But it's also really good to just prioritize your so, own, just to time. get away from everyone. Just so you can take just a like breath, clear your head, head for one minute. Yeah, yeah. I know. And it's really hard to do, especially when you're a parent. Yes. It's really, really hard to do. But yes. it's um but it's it's helpful. Nothing nothing bad will come from it. No. And in fact, um I, this is going to air after Stephanie's birthday. Her birthday is September 19th and I'll tell you what I'm getting her. Oh good. I'm getting her a long weekend at her favorite place to go by herself. Oh my gosh, she's going to be so happy. She's going to be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know you're old when you're so excited to be alone. <laughs> 
like that sounds like heaven. That's the best gift you can get. <laughs> but I get but, it. It's like that's yeah. amazing. It's like yeah. life is hard. Life is yeah. hard sometimes, and we're all going through it. And it's yeah. I mean, she, she will. She will love that. Yeah. Well, we'll have to do a check in with her after and see how it's going. And I'm probably going to get her a little tiny wedding cake, which is what I always get her Aww, for her that's birthday. So cute. <laughs> that's so cute. Because she loves oh. wedding cakes or just because she does. Mm. She loves wedding cakes. And so, um, yeah, so I'm getting her a little tiny oh, wedding cake. Oh, my God. You're a, good, you're a good wife. You're a good partner. Yeah. Hey, um, are you ready to talk about our um, documentary? I am. Are you ready? Oh, yeah. By the way, so we're just uh, talking about part one and part two. I yeah. had such a hard time stopping and not watching yeah. part three. Well, <laughs> here's the thing. Oh, no. Don't I, tell me you watched it. Listen, you need okay. to settle. I'm settling. Down. You're supposed to be relaxing. <laughs> oh, I just you're had so much a, coffee. You're, I, okay. And <laughs> I don't need the brunt coffee. of your caffeine. <laughs> By the way, in yeah. the background, I see a soccer ball on a shelf. Soccer what ball. sort of hotel up on that shelf oh no that's a fancy vase oh okay it's like <laughs> what are you doing no that's not no there's no sign of sports here okay um stephanie and i watched the first episode she's very picky about what documentaries she watches with me yeah she loves all of the the murder, yeah. <laughs> the murder stephanie dogs. loves a good murder she loves a good murder so um, we watched the first one last night. I apparently fell asleep the last 15 <laughs> minutes, and she filled me in. <laughs> this is the problem. Okay, I, no, I, I'm not going to uh, yeah, scold can't, you. I can't watch late at night. And to be fair, it was only 9.45 when it finished. <laughs> but uh, um, <laughs> the first hour is, a, it's a, you know, it's a slow rollout. It doesn't matter what's doesn't rolling matter. out. I'm asleep. You're asleep. 9.45. Yeah. So she woke me up by yelling, ah, you were asleep. Because she was, she was going over these different things that happened. I was like, <laughs> what? And she said, does that not sound familiar? And I was like, no. And she goes, you fell asleep. Oh, my gosh. And so she filled me in. And then I couldn't watch the second one um, last night. So I couldn't go with her to take the kids to school this morning. So I woke up and immediately watched the second one. And watched murder. So I didn't have time to watch anything more than the first two. Oh, well, so that's good. That's okay. a long, boring story to tell you. It was fascinating. But to yeah. tell me that you you didn't even have a choice. Yeah. I had a choice, but I used um, self-control. Okay. Today we are talking about Murder on Middle Beach, and it's uh -huh. a four-part documentary directed by Madison Hamburg. It yep. follows Madison's quest to find answers in the unsolved 2010 murder of his mother, Barbara Hamburg, by interviewing family members and reviewing evidence. Murder on Murder Beach. <laughs> murder Beach. There's no way this happened on Murder Beach. Murder on Murder Beach. I mean. Great title. <laughs> Murder on Middle Beach was released on HBO in 2020. Okay, can we just start with the names in this yeah. documentary? Which, yeah. I mean, it took me a, it took me a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's called Murder on Middle Beach, mm -hmm. and it's directed by a guy named Madison. Yeah, but the town. 
is Madison. So the town is Madison. So sometimes they're talking about Madison and then sometimes they're talking about Madison. So that I had to like get that clear in my head. And then at some point. I don't think I even cleared that until well, just Well, you now. were asleep. I slept through the whole thing. <laughs> And but then I loved it. I, I so far I I I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. I'm sad that there were yes, murder. There was a murder, I but I'm, I think the filmmaking is very very interesting, very well done. And so the other thing that threw me for a loop a few times was, wait, is this the segment that we've never named called "Get the Complaints Out"? <laughs> Yes, I think we can okay. we can establish it today. Um, <laughs> the other thing was, so the victim was Barbara Hamburg. And then mm. at times they would talk to her sister, whose name is Conway Beach. Mm-hmm. You so, were thinking Conway Twitty. <laughs> well, no. I was like, oh, uh, Beach. Okay, are they saying beach like it's a beach? And then I know. the grandfather's name was Sandy Beach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it all takes place on Middle Beach. Mm-hmm. In, yeah. In Madison, by Madison. It just was a lot for me to take. Well, in. first of all, in the beginning of the movie, yeah, I don't think I realized it was from his point of view. So when it was said things like uh, out of the gate, like um, my dad or my cousin or my sister i was like who and that might just be you know what i mean like i didn't understand the filmmaker was the person who like well that's was important and it seemed like that's on you i'm not doubting it i'm I'm saying I miss that. It took so it took you and it a, took a, a minute <laughs> for me to realize why the filmmaker was saying my dad. Yeah, was so casual know? about all the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it is a lot to take in because mm-hmm. yeah. and there are a lot of char- characters. Yeah. I mean, real people. I shouldn't call them characters, although they right. are they are characters. They are characters. They are characters, and so it's a lot. It's interesting, and it's um, a lot of beaches. There are a lot of beaches in yeah. a lot of Madisons. Yeah. Um, and Sandy Beach was my favorite. Yeah. A guy named Sandy Beach? Okay. Um, <laughs> the point is, there's a bigger picture here. So yeah. here's what happened. There was a woman named Barbara Hamburg mm-hmm. who was sadly and tragically brutally murdered on her yeah. front lawn in Madison, Connecticut in 2010. And she was discovered by her daughter, Allie Hamburg, and her sister, Conway Beach. Mm-hmm. So they never figured out who did it. Right. So this guy, Madison, his her son was 18 at the time, right? Mm-hmm. And um, three years later, he decides to start making a documentary because he wants to find out more about his mother's life and the mystery behind the murder. Well, yeah, he was talking about how you, you know, you idolize your parents growing right. up. And then you, and then because his mother died before he became an adult, really, he didn't get to meet her as an adult. I and know. And as an adult person. Yeah. He being the adult person. Yeah, which I thought was really touching. And, it's, mm-hmm. and it was interesting for him to point that out because I think 
you know, a lot of people experience that, but you don't even realize it. That you wake right. up one day and you're 25 and you look at your parents and you're like, oh, you guys are people. You're not perfect. <laughs> well, sometimes we learn before we're 25 yeah, yeah. that our parents aren't perfect. But, but uh, yeah, you're not perfect. And, oh, here's here's why. And, mm-hmm. you know, here's what but I But he understand. was so close to his mother that it sounds like uh, he might have thought she was perfect. I know. Yeah. 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 Whereas I got red flags from six <laughs> oh. months old. Oh, yeah. I didn't need somebody pointing it out. <laughs> my I mother was, like, was oh. ra- waving a red flag in my face my whole childhood. I barely saw her. It's time for dinner. Can you move the flag, please? <laughs> I'm trying to get to school on time. The move the flag. flag. Um, yeah. So he. So this this guy Madison is. You know, you you really take a shine to him, don't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's, he's he's smart. And... He's smart. He's cute. He's compassionate. He's sensitive. And then also woven in is the most adorable baby ever born footage of the most adorable oh, when baby when he was a ever. little baby yes <laughs> yes I was thinking about that too i was it like was, i was thinking by the way i don't think there's one i don't even know if there's a photo of when i was a baby much less like <laughs> cute songs and like pajamas i don't th- i don't have any of that nobody you took of that? a picture of you i don't think so Okay. I don't think so. Do you uh, my mother, yeah, my mother took pictures, but she was in a really terrible car accident, um, mm. and she broke like every bone in her body, oh. and she could barely lift her oh arm. And so when she God. took pictures of me and my brother, it was a whole oh, ordeal because no. she could barely lift the camera, and so it was all we always made fun of her because it was just like a shadow going by. She'd always miss <gasps> us because she couldn't do it fast oh. enough, so or it'd be like oh. our foot. <laughs> It'd be in our mirror foot or a shadow of us. No. <laughs> and she would laugh and she'd tell us like stories of that foot that day where the <laughs> foot was running by. <laughs> this is uh-huh. us at Disney World. That's yeah, your foot. Yeah, that's your foot. And that's a trash can. But, you know, um, my documentary on Netflix has some video footage and some photos that we got from our neighbors across the street. Um, Because they had a a movie camera, and um, they happened to have some footage of me playing soccer and stuff like that when I was little. Wow. That's pretty amazing. my brother. Yeah. Wow. But it doesn't have the audio. I I was always bummed Mm. about that. I was curious to hear what my annoying voice sounded like. Your little voice, your little tiny Tig voice was? My my tiny monotone. Pass the ball. No, it'd be pass the ball. Pass the ball. I'm open. I'm open. Okay, so so he starts doing this documentary, right? Pass the ball. <laughs> pass, the, pass the ball. I'm open. So Barbara marries this guy, Jeffrey Hamburg. Mm-hmm. Remember that name? Her dream fella. Yeah. He was a millionaire. Yeah. He was a CEO of Southern Electric. And they became parents. They had two kids. Technically, it's you. you had two kids, you became parents. You said you... Okay, well, we'll fix it in editing. Well, this is a documentary Thomas? film podcast. Yes, and we take it very seriously. Yes. People and people are, tune in. They very much care about our grammar. Can I just tell you, I was <laughs> uh, walking down the street, and this woman came up to me and um, told me she loved my podcast. And I said, oh, which one? And she, don't ask Tig. 
And I said, oh, okay, I, I have two podcasts, so I wasn't sure. She said, oh, what's your other podcast? And I said, it's it's a documentary uh, film podcast. She oh, goes, no. oh, my gosh. I'm a, she goes, I'll have to listen to it. What, oh, is, no. what is it called? She said, I'm a, a documentary film producer. Oh, no. And I was like, oh. No, 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 please don't. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, no. No, no, please don't. I said, let me backtrack here. Um, <laughs> said it's utter nonsense. Oh, please, don't. <laughs> please don't listen. I like they were begging people not to listen. Yeah, please. No, and if you're still, in the industry, no, oh, she's going to are. Well, we're still we're climbing. We're, we're still climbing. We're still, still climbing. <laughs> okay, so when we come back, mm-hmm. we're going to tell you what happened with Jeffrey, the husband, mm-hmm. because things get off to a, a really mysterious strange start don't you think yeah let's give our listeners a break and we'll be we'll be right back okay Ah. the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center thanks to carvana it doesn't get any better than this your favorite seat's the best spot in the house make it even better by entering your license plate or vin and getting a real offer in minutes there really is no place like home and speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Okay, Tig. Cheryl. We're back. We sure are. So we find out pretty early on that Jeffrey, the dad, mm-hmm. was fired for shady deals overseas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we don't we don't even know what that means or what that was as of now. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it maybe in three and four we find out. Yeah. And then he's only sues. seen one and two. I've only seen one and two. We're only doing one and two today. I only slept through half of one <laughs> and then saw all of two. Uh, by the way, I like that that's how you start your day with a murder documentary. Well, not typically. Not typically, but today. But today, yes. So Jeffrey sues his company for defamation mm-hmm. of character, which makes it sound like the company pinned him. Yeah. something on him. He uh-huh. had to take the fall. Yeah. And then he said, I'm not going down alone. Right. And then sues. And wins. And wins. But then Barbara files for divorce because in the documentary, it sounded like Jeffrey got real full of himself and Mm. started traveling and doing, I don't, we don't know what he was doing, right? (laughs) Traveling. (laughs) He was traveling. Well, 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 look (laughs) at Mr. Fancy Pants. Mr. Fancy Pants. It's one thing to need a weekend to yourself. It's another thing to never come home for a year. They're very yeah. different. So she files for divorce. And then and then Jeffrey refuses to pay child support. 
Yeah, that's the crazy part. That's what I, it's hard to understand exactly what. It's like you kind of understand the fallout between in a marriage and the right. relationship there. Right. But, but you're withholding from your children. Yeah, that seems that, I hard like to that. understand. Mm-hmm. But also, at this time in the documentary, we find out, like, there are secrets. Like Why the are you dad, saying it like that? Why because you... that's how it sounded in the thing. It's like... Everyone can hear you. It's like you're whispering <laughs> or something. Well, because even saying the word secret, it feels like, don't say it out loud because... You can talk at a normal level, <laughs> though, Cheryl. Well, I'm just... This is how I say the word secret. Secrets. It's secret. He so now Madison is finding out because people, his family members, are saying, "Look, your mom had lots of secrets." Yeah, she had lots of secrets. That's sort of weird. If somebody told me that about my mom, I'd be like, I would be so intrigued and curious, and need I would need to know what they were talking about immediately. Would you make a documentary? I I'm probably too lazy. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I I know what you mean. Yeah, (laughs) I I mean to make a documentary, you have to have so much um, what's time and money. I am baffled by how people pay their rent when they're making a documentary. I know, like I get. I mean, when people made my documentary, they got grants and Mm, grants. You know, yeah, um, something. And then a production company came on and helped. You know financiers and yeah it's tough it takes a lot of um discipline self-discipline uh-huh i mean which madison this filmmaker had because when he went anywhere he had the cameras rolling he had Mm -hmm. um audio tape rolling see i wouldn't i wouldn't have the patience i don't think i would be like just tell me well tell me my mom's secrets yeah i need to know my mom's secrets Mm -hmm. now but he he started asking, you know, people. He's, now he's getting into secrets. And a lot of people thought that Jeffrey, the ex-husband, mm-hmm. killed the mom. Did you Barbara. think he did? Well, they certainly set it up that way. But it's like, well, episode one, if he did it, then where are we going from here? Did you think that? Well, yeah. But then I was also like out of the gate we're just gonna go straight to the uh, guilty to the one I, but, yeah, um, exactly. but when, when they said that she had secrets what did you right away think well of course you think i mean one would think of affairs and mm-hmm. at some point did you think that she ha- was having a relationship with a lady i kind of did yeah yeah they kind of set that up for a second well and yeah it's what because of the message yeah okay yeah. i was like oh hello oh. sister <laughs> Oh, hello, one of Tig's sisters. There are a lot of Barbaras in this, too. Four. Four Barbaras. Yeah. But you know what I never really put together before? That the name Barbie, Barbie is short no. for Barbara. Cheryl, are you serious? Never, no, I never made that connection before this. Did you know that? Yes. I've been alive for 50 <laughs> years. How many more years alive do you need to be? I guess I just never, I never, they seem like so different. Those names are so different. Bar- mm-hmm. Barbie and Barbara. Barbie's so carefree and like. Well, Babs doesn't sound like Barbara. Mm-hmm. And, and Yeah, but Babs sounds like old school. 
And or, Barbara sounds old school. And then Barbie is like, hey, girl, hey. Well, how about this? Yeah. Let me blow your mind. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Barbie Streisand. <laughs> See? What if she had gone by that? <laughs> That's the thing. Or Barbie Bush. It's a, it's a game changer. Or it's Babs a- Bush. <laughs> Maybe somebody does call her Babs. Babs, Babs Bush. Bush. <laughs> hey, Babs. Hey. Uh, apologies. Um, Barbie <laughs> is going to be a few minutes late to stage as she is finishing her final pork taco <laughs> from mechanical <What>? meat. <laughs> Me made it in lab yeah. with <laughs> Babs Bush. What? She's with Babs Bush. Oh, oh okay. It's the Barb's and Babs show. <laughs> Barbie, Babs, and Babs. Barbie, Barbie's, Babs, and Beads. Remember that song? Bobbles, no. bangs, bangles, and beads. Oh, anyway. Um, it sounds extraordinarily <laughs> catchy. It's from a musical, but I can't tell you what it's from. So Madison starts making this documentary, and then mm-hmm. he, he wants to interview his dad. His dad says no, refuses yeah. to speak about it. Don't yeah. ask me about it. I can't talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And then, which makes um, him look even more guilty. I know. Yeah, because why wouldn't you want to talk about something and help your child um, find Figure some? It out. Yeah, find the killer. Get some peace of mind here. And then everybody sort of starts pointing their finger at other people. So Jeffrey, mm-hmm. the dad, is like, "Well, you might want to look at your mom's sisters mm-hmm. because they might have had something to do with it." Right. Who in your gut do you feel like did this? <gasps> well, are we allowed to say? Well, who knows? We haven't we seen. We don't know the answer. Yeah, so why not Well, they say? certainly make it seem like Conway Beach, mm-hmm. Barbara's sister. Well, who do you think? I went really, oh. really Mm-mm. off to just try and, you know, come up with something that, Nobody would guess. Okay, what do you think? The sister who was with Conway. The daughter? Yeah. <gasps> well, it is interesting because she's nowhere in these two episodes, right? She's right. not on camera or anything. Right. Tig, that's insane. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying, I, I turned well, to Stephanie. I okay. said, what if it's the sister? No. I said, she's not really on the documentary. No. And also, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm trying to have the answer that that nobody would think because I'm I'm thinking the mother was going to go after the dad, you know what I mean? Mm. The mother the mother left the dad and it was like the day of the court, the trial. So I was right. thinking That's if important. the daughter was like emotionally distraught about about that and defending her dad. Yeah, you're right because this happened on the day that. Barbara and Jeffrey were supposed to go to court Mm -hmm. because Barbara was suing him. He was going to need to pay $500,000 to Barbara for, you know, whatever that looks like, the divorce and back child support. And she was murdered before she even got to court. Mm -hmm. And she was brutally murdered. So this was Mm -hmm. like, she was... Well, I don't know. Was she stabbed or hit with something? We don't. I don't know. know. But it was re- repeatedly she was mm-hmm. hit with something. So yeah. it wasn't just. Not that I, mean, I don't want to say it wasn't just somebody shooting her because that's equally as 
terrible, but it's somebody was really upset in a yes rage yeah but what i thought was kind of weird Mm -hmm. when he was talking to conway beach Mm -hmm. the sister so he's talking to his aunt about vapes apparently (laughs) you don't have to sounded very you're scolding well no i just noticed she i would kept thinking like what is that is she holding a flute like, I, I just kept noticing she was holding something when she was being interviewed, and I was thinking, when is she going to play the flute? I wish she would have just started playing the flute in the middle of her interview. I'm glad she didn't. <laughs> and then I saw the um, vape. And, I and you were thought, like, oh, things like, make oh, okay. sense. Okay. She vapes. She doesn't seem like the right age to be vaping. I think that surprised me. Mm-mm. Vaping seems much younger. Right. This seems like. But yeah. one thing that I want to say Mm-hmm. is at some point Madison was talking to Conway, his aunt, about who could have done it. Mm-hmm. And she said, it could have been any of us. Mm-hmm. By the way, God forbid, if something happened to Dr. Becky Hines, my mm-hmm. sister, mm-hmm. and somebody said, who do you think did it? I would never include my... <laughs> it's like, could have been anybody. Could have been me. Could have been those guys. It's like, right, right. What? That's so weird to me. Is that yeah. weird? Yeah, for sure. Could have been any of us. Right. (laughs) This is a strange thing to say. Adding herself into that. Into the mix. Why would you? Okay. We're going to take another quick little break. Then we're going to come back and talk about um, episode two. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Okay, Tig. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. So episode two, we find out, we start to find out some of the secrets. Yeah. Okay, so we find out that Barbara was struggling with alcoholism. She got a DUI. She started AA. She was really running out of money. Mm-hmm. How is it that the courts couldn't get, is it because she left him that she couldn't get money? I, I don't know how these things work. Well, I don't know either. I mean, it's, people are... Um, quite crafty when it comes to money uh-huh. so because they set it up with jeffrey that he made all this money but then where is the money and they talk about 
is there an offshore account? Do we know where the money is? So it's possible that he did something with the money that she didn't have access to. That's what it seems like, right? Oh, okay. So that's why she has to sue him because he's not giving it to her. And clearly it's not an account that she can get into. Okay. So she's getting a little desperate for money. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> she's introduced to this woman named Donna Bello. Yep. So... Jill, let's see, who is Jill? Jill Platt is Barbara's aunt. Okay, so her aunt, Jill, introduces her to this woman, Donna Bello. Mm-hmm. And Donna is running this uh, project yeah, called Gifting Tables. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of that? I had not heard of Gifting Tables, but I definitely have heard of pyramid schemes <laughs> but wait you want to hear why don't we listen to um let's just hear an explanation of the gifting tables okay they called it a sisterhood it was beautiful it was like you walk in everybody was like greeted you and they were kind and they were supportive plan for refreshments and entertainment with the gifting tables you joined with a five thousand dollar gift to a woman that put you in a bottom row position, which we had called appetizers. And then you were asked to find one or two people, preferably two, to follow you. And then you, as an appetizer, moved up to the next level, which we called the soup and salad level. You already have your two people behind you. Your job is done. You're just there to soup support and salad. the people that are behind you to make them successful. Now you move up to the next entree position, and you needed to have eight people in the appetizer position. Uh-huh. then you're in the position to actually receive the eight gifts. Five times eight, $40,000. Dessert is receiving. It's when you get your just desserts. Okay. Okay, so this is a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Can I just tell you what's so insane? Yeah. And this is on topic, off topic. Okay. Um, You know... Talking about the pandemic and what everyone's going through and um, just things starting to weigh on you. And yeah. I was really starting to feel the weight of of everything in a way that I hadn't before about yeah. a week ago. Yes. And same. So, okay. I couldn't sleep one night and like really couldn't sleep. And I was trying to figure out what I could do to help myself or what maybe the root of my um uh, the added issues stress Mm. yeah i was looking at and reading the news the way i think people are obsessed with social media that's what i was doing i was Mm -hmm. following the news to that degree yeah i was getting sucked in by the news which it's good to be informed. Yes. But I was also getting sucked in by climate change. Again, very much good to be informed. Yes. I was in turn getting sucked in by trying to find a better place to live and where to go. So I was looking mm-hmm. at Zillow. I was looking at other places to move. You know, not even right. not even mentioning like the effects of social media, everything, but I could really tie it into the news. So there's like news, social media, Zillow, all this stuff. And then I woke up the next day and I went, you know what? I'm getting off of all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. I deleted my news apps. Mm -hmm. 
I deleted Zillow. I, um, mm -hmm. I only have gone on to social media to promote a show and then, and then I'm off. And I felt so much better because I listened to an NPR app. This has to do with the pyramid uh, scheme. Okay. I listened to the news once or twice a day mm -hmm. on an NPR podcast, and it's mm -hmm. a five-minute update. Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to be present in my life where I'm like, okay, it's good to know what's going on in the world, but I don't need to know what everyone is doing, and I don't need to know what the whole world is doing, <clears throat> excuse me, every mm -hmm. five minutes. I don't right. read the news. Right. Uh, and I don't need to be finding a new place to live every second. Right. So uh, I started to feel a lot better. And I've been sleeping through the night. And then I was like, what do I want to do? I want to connect with people. What do I want to do? So I have come up with this idea. And I want to implement it. And I want to encourage other people that might be feeling this way to look at where they might be draining their energy. Mm -hmm. And what I'm planning on doing and putting it out there is possibly going to make me continue to be active, which I've been putting this together, is getting a group of people together that mm -hmm. are like-minded, that haven't been feeling great, that mm -hmm. want to connect with people. Mm -hmm. And I want to start gardening with them. Mm. Okay? And that's connecting in a group and socializing and learning a new skill Mm -hmm. And then have them, this is with the pyramid scheme part, have mm -hmm. them bring somebody that's important to them mm. to join the group. So it's not just people I know, but people they know. There's no money exchanged, but we're going to garden. Just vegetables. Just garden. Mm -hmm. And then with the food, make a meal together. Okay? Have a dinner party with the food we made. And not just eat it, but the leftover vegetables or food we made give that to people that need the food. How do you feel about that? I feel fantastic about this. Okay. I think it's a great idea. Okay. I mean, the only thing that I wonder about is mm -hmm. where is the actual garden? I think the garden is going to be at my office. Oh. Yeah. Here's my question. Once okay. you start bringing, if, if they bring a friend and then uh -huh. they bring a friend, mm -hmm. you have 40 people out in your garden. No, it's not they bring a friend, they bring a friend. Oh. I'm going to have the start off cap point. It. Yeah, and then those okay. people bring someone. I like it. Yeah. It's kind of like a book club, but with vegetables. It is a book club with vegetables. <laughs> so that's what I'm doing, is trying to get my hands dirty. I think that's good. And have community and be yes. present in the moment. Because yeah. I have started sleeping this past week for the first time in a long time. I need that. Okay, and I, I just encourage you and everyone listening to look at what is sucking you away from your present moment. Yes, I think that's really, I, I like it. Okay, and so there's my pyramid scheme that I hope will not in, in, involve money and will be positive. And I hope people listening will, and I've come up with a name for it. It's called okay. Quest. Whoa, that sounds uh, like a... A, a Ponzi scheme. <laughs> it does. But it's it sounds not. Right. Okay. The reason it's, it's called Quest is yeah, because... Yeah, it seems like it would be something earthier. Okay, go ahead. People, people thrive yes. in groups and in, That's true. In, a, in a tribe. And I was thinking mm -hmm. about the, the group from the 90s called Tribe Called Quest. Mm. Have you I heard of them? Okay. No. But why not like peas in a pod or something? Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. Because that feels vegetable-y and garden -y. 
quest feels like like a church no it feels like um it feels like computer stuff <laughs> i know there's another word for it than other computer other stuff. than computer stuff well listen okay i i this is my ponzi scheme okay. that doesn't have to do with money and it's about okay. feeling better I like it. I like it a lot. And I would love to be a part of that. I hope you invite me and I will I'll work on my radishes. Okay. <laughs> but let me... <laughs> doubling back for a second okay. to yeah. uh, the ta- the gifting table. Uh-huh. So Barbara gets involved Ooh, with... Ooh, maybe we could call it the gifting table. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. gifting table. Uh, no, what is that called? The... Uh, the Thing with the big horn that all the vegetables are in in the fall What's cornucopia yeah cornucopia uh-huh no you don't like that one okay oh call the whole thing cornucopia. yeah cornucopia okay of maybe it needs something more how about how about cornucopia <laughs> and it'll be all comedic type people <laughs> i really like cornucopia a lot <laughs> I, I love that you're like no to Quest, but yes to cornucopia. Well, cornucopia sounds like fun. Quest sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> well, it is a lot of work. There, you have to it dig yourself of out of the yes. hell that the world That's has right. become. And plant something new. Yes. So Barbara gets involved with the gifting Please table. Please write in and let us know <laughs> Quest, if you cornucopia, like, or-, or peas in a pod. <laughs> <laughs> so... So she she gets involved with this um, this pyramid scheme. So these women get together mm-hmm. at somebody's house. They're calling it a dinner party. They bring they each bring five thousand dollars, and then they give it to the person at the top of the a pyramid. So that mm-hmm. person gets forty thousand dollars cash. They walk out with forty thousand dollars cash that night. Cold hard bones. Cold hard cash. And I I'm very familiar with this because I was part of it. <laughs> I was part of a cornucopia, a, pyra- a cornucopia, a pyramid scheme. Tell me about it. Have I not told you about this? Before? It sounds vaguely familiar, okay. but sometimes I just don't listen to you. Yeah, nobody does. So when I was about 30, I was here in LA. I'm, things were not going well for me. I was a waitress. I was not getting any acting work. I was really down, like okay. very, very down. Okay. And the one thing that seemed to be exciting was the pyramid scheme that was going on in town. And so, did you know it was a pyramid scheme? Well, yeah. I think they call it a pyramid scheme. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, they come had join char- the pyramid scheme? Yes. They would have a chart. They would give you a piece of paper. And they would, you know, they would have like a blank. And you were like, where do I sign? Yes. Well, first I watched my two, the two guys that lived above me in the apartment above me, they had gone through the pyramid a few times, so much so that they had to get a, um, a wheelbarrow for all their cash. (laughs) They got a cash box at the bank because they didn't want to put it into an account because they didn't want people to know they had so much cash, but they didn't want it lying around, laying around, laying around. So they, um... So they got a, ca- a bank, a, what is it called? Bank box? Cash box? You know. A uh, safe deposit box. Yes, safe deposit box. But my sister would talk to, to, to Dr. Becky Hines all the time. And I, I was like, I'm just so down. I'm really down. The only thing exciting is this pyramid scheme. And if I only had $2,000 to join it, um, my life would be so much better. And she's like, Cheryl, please. I'm like, Becky, 
This oh is all. God. This is the answer. I could make forty-eight thousand dollars with this pyramid scheme. And she's like, "Beck, Cheryl, you're you're making me crazy." And I don't know how she got. The, my poor sister got if two thousand dollars. And she, so I, uh, Dr. Becky Hines, she gave you the she. She did. I don't. And by the way, she had zero money. I don't know how she came up with this money, but she thought that was the only thing that could. I was convinced that that was the only thing that could bring me happiness and could help my situation. So, Becky, I don't know how she did it. She got two thousand dollars. Leave it to, it to Dr. Me. Becky Hines. She's resourceful and she cares about me. And so, I went to the pyramid scheme party. These parties were exciting. Every and just like in this documentary, everybody would dress up. It was like a nightclub. Although mine in real life was like co-ed. There and were you guys were clubs. all showing up knowing you were doing something illegal. Yes. People had two thousand dollars in their pocket. <laughs> <laughs> what was it called? I only referred to it as the pyramid scheme party. <laughs> another name <laughs> but that's I love okay. how nothing was like on the DL no it wasn't no and there were hey, charts to and... come to the <laughs> pyramid scheme party <laughs> maybe we didn't call it scheme I think it was just a pyramid party oh my and gosh. people would dress up and you'd have drinks and if it was your if you were the first one in you were at the bottom of the pyramid you had to give two thousand dollars to the person at the top so you would go up to that person sometime during the night and you'd give them an envelope full of money and you'd say, this is for you. Congratulations. And that person I would get... I didn't realize all of these years that you were a stupid person. <laughs> well, I mean, listen, from where I was standing, you're watching your best friends come uh -huh. home with tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, okay. And you're like, okay, everybody knows what they're getting into. You got to know when to when hold, hold them. them. When to fold when them. To, when to know walk when away. to walk away. Yeah. And know so, when to run. You and never so, count your it. Ponzi scheme money. <laughs> when you're sitting at the, but, at the gifting table. <laughs> the gifting table. There'll be time but, enough. But the problem, the hard part about a pyramid scheme is then once you get in, you have to then find people to come in and give their $2,000. I didn't know people with $2,000. And to this day, I have a friend. <laughs> Who's still who, in the Ponzi scheme? I, I told him about it. And I said, look, it's risky. And if you, you probably shouldn't do it. He really wanted to do it. I was like, I don't know if, I don't know if this pyramid's going to make it all the way through. So I just don't know. And he's like, no, I really want to do it. And I would like to say I'm sorry for bringing you into that. Have you made we, amends in person, or are you just hoping yes, he's we listening laugh about to it. this? Oh, you do. We laugh about it. How much it now. money did he lose? Two thousand dollars. As did as did Dr. Becky Hines. Did you make any? No, not not a cent. <laughs> <laughs> it fell apart. It stalled, as uh -huh. they say, because okay. you have to bring in other people. And you didn't to have give friends. I didn't have friends with money. I had right. plenty of friends, but no, you know, we're all like eating one dollar ninety nine cent ramen, ramen noodles. Yeah, so uh -huh. nobody's got two thousand. I didn't even have it. I, my right. sister didn't have it, but she, listen to this day, poor Becky. But 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 by the way, Dr. Becky Hines, thank you for that. Uh, yes, that Dr. was a that was um, very sweet that you did it. You it was knew kind that of you enabling, would never see though. 
No, she, listen, she gave it to me as a gift. She knew that that was never going to see the light of day. And I told her, if and when I make this money, I will definitely pay you back. (laughs) Have you paid her back? (laughs) No. You never paid her back? Well, I paid her back in love. (laughs) I would imagine you've come across an extra (laughs) $2,000. Well, I've never paid her back specifically for that but maybe this is the year i should yeah Yeah. i mean i've yes okay i'm happy to pay her back and then you can pay me back i think she wouldn't take it that's what i like to tell myself i've offered to and she's like no have you offered yeah i have let me pay you back for the ponzi yeah and she's like party (laughs) (laughs) and she's like please don't Please don't. It was bad enough that it all happened and you don't need to pay me back. So anyway. So anyway, Barbara gets involved with this pyramid scheme. And it's going well, clearly. Mm -hmm. But this was for women only. And these women were having a ball. They were throwing fancy parties. They were giving each other money. And then Donna, who was like the top dog. I don't Mm -hmm. know what her title was. Of the gifting tables. The dessert princess. <laughs> the dessert. She was the one organizing it all. Uh-huh. And then at some point, Barbara started bringing in some of the ladies from AA. And she had her own group coming in. Mm-hmm. And she split up. Yeah. With Donna. Yeah. So that's what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Because there was a message that said. We thought she headed off to Lesbo Town. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she said, Donna and I have split. Yeah. So we were like, oh. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't that. Right. So we're finding out that a lot of people were starting to, were very angry with Barbara. Yeah. Because these pyramid schemes are, it's difficult. $5,000 is a lot of money. It's hard for people to come up with $5,000 cash. So mm-hmm. people are sort of having to beg, borrow, and steal this money. And, and then you turn it over to somebody. And then if you don't get paid... It's just a problem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're finding out that all these people were angry with Barbara. And then Madison goes to the police because he called the police and said, hey, can I come in and talk to you for my documentary because I'm trying to get more Hey, police, answers. hey. <laughs> hey, police, hey. And they said, um, no, we don't want to be in your documentary, but can you come in so we can ask you what you found out so far? Yeah. <laughs> so he goes in and then he audio tapes it. And the police, they're like, what pyramid scheme? Yeah. And Madison's like, you don't Did know you about not do pyramid? any research? <laughs> How do I know about the pyramid scheme? Yeah. And you don't know about the pyramid scheme. Yeah. So the police, you know, they're embracing Madison. Mm-hmm. And they want to know what he knows. And then at some point, I guess, Madison, did you get that he finished college and then sort of returned back to the making of this documentary? Is that what you got? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm going to say that's what happened. Okay. Um, because now time has passed. Now Madison's 25, mm-hmm. and he's still working on this documentary. Yeah, you can definitely feel that time has passed, and yeah, he's, he's he's so much more pulled together. Yes. So calm down. <laughs> well, I don't want to foreshadow anything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but two quick things because we got to wrap it up. Yeah. The day before her murder. Mm-hmm. Barbara and a friend see a man wearing a ski mask walking through Barbara's yard. Eesh. And this woman, Shelley, says that Barbara was a 
quote-unquote dessert and set to receive a large sum of money. It was all teeing up. People are angry. She's about to get her dessert. A lot of, her dessert, her cash, $40,000. So now everybody's looking into the murder. And now they're looking into the gifting suites, suites, gifting tables. And um, <laughs> Jill Platt and Donna Bello are arrested for uh-huh. the gifting table pyramid scheme. And they're sentenced to four and six years in prison. Yikes. You could have ended up in, in prison, Cheryl. <laughs> I, could, I could have ended up in prison. I hope the feds aren't listening right now. I mean, I, I didn't they invent are. it. And <laughs> I well, didn't I don't think they went after it. the people that invented it. Oh, God. What if, I, what if I retroactively end up in jail because of this dumb podcast? Because I dumb admitted podcast? it. Dumb <laughs> podcast? I'm I sorry, dumb admit, podcast. Admit it to this the world. This podcast is, the world is listening. <laughs> but when Jill was released from prison, don't you think she looked great? Did you notice that? Like she went Easy, in. Easy, Lesbo Baggins. <laughs> she was looking a little bedraggled and life had gotten her down. And then after a year in prison, she came out like, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Hey, girl, hey. Prison's been good to me. I was like, wow, she really found herself in prison. I bet she would have preferred to not have to find herself in there. Not have the prison makeover. Yeah, maybe just go to the mall <laughs> a and get... Yeah. A weekend. Take a, a, one of those weekend staycation by yourself yes. in town Yeah. at yeah. the local that motel. That might be better. But so Madison is now struggling with the idea that maybe his mother was involved in criminal activities. Mm-hmm. So he's really learning a lot about his mom. And then, um, oh my gosh, at the end of episode two, this was the best ending and it took everything I had. Um, So Madison is interviewing Conway Beach, the sister. The vapor. The vapor. And she said, I don't know, something happened and I just snapped. And that's the end of episode two. Okay, but is that really the best ending? Or do you yes! not just see through it of like, it's not like she's admitting try- that she like. Well, she's admitting that something happened. She could have just been like, I snapped and I yelled at her. It's probably what it is, but I cannot wait. Well, you're going to have to. Well, as soon as this is over, I'm going to watch the other two. So next week we will be reviewing episode three and four of Murder We don't on- review. Middle beast. This is not a review. I review, review this is and not then a review. you just chit chat about your feelings. But I get down to business and talk about the facts. <laughs> You're a regular PI, aren't you? <laughs> you should be out there. You well, know, I should be just the facts, uh, ma'am. <laughs> okay, Tig. I think we should save our final thoughts for next week. Okay. But perhaps we should read some true fan mail. You want to hear that? Yes, please. Okay, Jenny W. writes, regarding citizen arrest, in college I worked at a large (laughs) Midwestern family-run liquor store as a cashier, and it was fairly common for the owner to arrest shoplifters. Oh, my God. This happened about once every month or two. When the shoplifter was spotted, the staff would start shouting, hey, and chase the shoplifter down. Did I not say in that po- in the podcast? That it's essentially it, like saying, hey, yes. come here. Hey. And they would chase the shoplifter down in the parking lot. Even the owner 
who was constrained to a motorized scooter due to diabetes would chase after them. This sounds like <laughs> this sounds like <laughs> a, 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 a new circus. series. Meanwhile, the owner's wife would get handcuffs from the office. If caught, the shoplifter was handcuffed in the office until the cops came and took them away. You guys pretty much got it right. It is all just as crazy as it sounds. Wow. Oh, my God. It feels like there could be a lawsuit with the With the handcuffs. handcuffs. handcuffs? Yeah. How do they know for sure that you did it? Right. Unless they had... I would be furious I would if stick with this. Hey. Hey. Hey, shoplifter. Hey, shoplifter. Hey. hey. <laughs> Freeze <laughs> until the police get here. You're going to have to come back over here because I'm calling <laughs> the police. Hold on one second. Let me go in and get my phone and... I need to. What is you the sit number? Right you sit down. Right, no, you, you come back move. over here. Mm-mm. And then they're just like, "But I want to." No, no, sir. No, sir. You broke the law, and you know and it. And you know it, and you sit down, and you wait for the police to come. <laughs> you want to hear what Maggie S. writes? Of course. So I was listening to March at the Penguins episode, and I remembered when my husband and I first saw it, we were talking to his stepmother about it, and she remarked how amazing Morgan Freeman was, and wasn't it astounding how he spent a whole year in Antarctica? (laughs) We looked at each other like, what? Then we realized she thought he followed the penguins around in Antarctica with a microphone narrating the movie. Oh, my Lord, I love how people, <laughs> and whispering to not scare him away. <laughs> I just see Morgan Freeman with like his headset yeah, on. Yeah, there and they a are. Swimming, they are. swimming away they from the march shark. for 87 miles to get to their breeding ground. Oh my gosh. People don't well, know how films so are made. <laughs> they really they don't. They really don't. Goodbye, family. I'm going to... <laughs> Antarctica, Antarctica to, to narrate a film to follow penguins around and whisper into a microphone oh you're right I did forget my coat thank you <laughs> meanwhile it's just Morgan Freeman in a studio in his pajamas yeah and hot tea on the side yes uh all right Tig well that was listen I am enjoying I mean I don't like that someone it's got the murdered, filmmaking please. that's that's really it's the good filmmaking. it's really it's good so next week, we'll finish this up. I'm dying to know what happens. Should we do it again? Let's do it again. Tig and Cheryl, True Story is hosted by me, Cheryl Hines, and Tig Notaro. It's produced by Gabby Kovacic and Thomas Willett. Audio engineered and edited by Thomas Willett with music by David Susson. Special thanks to Patrick McDonald and Stephanie Allen. Follow us on social media for updates and review and rate True Story on Apple Podcasts. We really appreciate it. You can email us at Tig and Cheryl True Story at gmail.com. That was a headgum podcast.